You're listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the Internet to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web shapes popular opinion, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com. Editor-in-Chief of PR Tactics, PRSA's award-winning monthly newspaper, and Editor-in-Chief of The Strategist, John Elsasser, goes on the record online. People still have this little fear. They don't quite understand what a blog is, and, you know, bloggers are bad, and bloggers are, you know, that crazy person sitting with a bottle of Jim Beam and a shotgun sitting in a darkened room somewhere talking, writing about, you know, conspiracy theories and alien abduction. And thank you for downloading this episode of On the Record Online, recorded at PRSA's International Conference 2007 in Philadelphia. This is the podcast that brings you the story behind the story. We do in-depth one-on-one interviews with journalists from the mainstream media, as well as from time to time, discussions with podcasters, bloggers, and newsmakers, and we talk to them about how technology is changing and threatening to disrupt the mainstream media business as we know it. My name is Eric Schwartzman. I am the Managing Director of Schwartzman & Associates. We are a Los Angeles-based boutique public relations agency specializing in entertainment, media, and technology. I'm also founder and chairman of iPressroom Corporation, which helps organizations including Target, Trend Micro, and UCLA extend the reach and effectiveness of their marketing and PR campaigns online using the latest new media tools and services integrated into one powerful dashboard. Um, today we have a one-on-one interview with John L. Sasser. He is the editor-in-chief of PR Tactics, PRSA's award-winning monthly newspaper that uh, publishes news, trends, and how-to information about the practice of public relations. He's also editor-in-chief of The Strategist, which is a publication that aims to present a fresh perspective and new ideas related to the strategic importance of effective public relations at the management level. Uh, here at the uh, PRSA International Conference, he is participating in the official conference blog, uh, which you can get at prsaconf07.info, uh, and uh, the blog will discuss the latest uh, media technology in action. Uh, PRSA is led by elected volunteers who help guide the profession. So John speaks not as the voice of the association, but as a journalist who uh, lends tremendous perspective to covering uh, the business of public relations. He's done it for for over a decade. Um, We are going to play his interview for you um, after this. Don't be left behind. Get the latest online PR tools and services from iPressroom. Powerful, easy to use, available on demand. Extend your sphere of influence online with iPressroom, tools for online media centers, virtual private press rooms, RSS news feeds, podcasts, and more at www.ipressroom.com. iPressroom, always on, even when you're off. Public Relations Society of America Public Relations Director John L. Sasser, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Uh, so you've been editing as editor-in-chief, uh, The Strategist, and uh, Tactics, PR Tactics, uh, for 14 years now, yes? I, I'm, that's true. I'm actually starting my 14th year with PRSA, here coming up uh, in the spring. I've actually been 
not to get too technical on all this, I've only been editing the strategist for the last six years. Uh, I've been a previous editor, and but I have been with Tactics since the publication was launched in July 1994, Tactics being PRC's monthly tabloid-style newspaper. And you're a journalist. I, I am. I'm an editor by trade. And interestingly enough, uh, I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University, and I was in the School of Journalism there. Without getting too much detail about Ohio State University School of Journalism, I was actually a PR major, but PR majors were also encouraged to work on the school paper. I started working on the school paper. I really enjoyed what I was doing, so I stayed in the PR sequence and started taking you know, so many classes and uh, eventually went on. A, I was an editor for the, for the school paper for about two years in total, and I think of the 13 editors, I was the only PR major People looked at me strangely sometimes. So you sort of found the perfect job, I guess. <laughs> That's true. Uh, background in public relations and also the news editorial side. Uh, you know, going back to you know when I started at PRSA, they weren't really necessarily they, meaning the the, the, the person who hired me, Adam Shell, who is now. I just wanted to say he's a he's a reporter for USA Today. He was looking for someone, uh, you know, someone obviously who can you know help write stories, you know. Uh, Edit copy, write headlines, you know, obviously all the things that an editor does. Uh, not necessarily a public relations professional because we leave that, we leave the writing to the public relations professionals uh, who contribute to our publication. So um, PRSA is a member organization. That's right. So, but here you are as a journalist at a member uh, publication, a member sponsored publication. So I guess uh, we should separate your personal opinions and ideas from the leadership's opinions well, and ideas, well, right? Well, sure. Obviously, PRSA, you know, we have our elected uh, board of directors, and we also have our our, our staff leaders. But, uh, you know, I from uh, you know I can offer my perspective as a point of view as the editor of the publications. I, uh, well, what I'm interested to know, just off the bat mm-hmm. from you, um, as someone who has been covering, uh, I guess, professional development and, of PR people, building a magazine uh, built to uh, encourage professional development of PR practitioners, and also I would I have to think exposed to you know the seamy underbelly of our trade for for many years. I've got to think you see that. I don't know if there is a seamy underbelly. Well, okay, okay, there may not be, but I've got to think uh, you have a very broad perspective over the industry as a whole uh, from the position which you sit. I, I would agree with that. So, so the question is this: um, you know, every now and then I see the term PR used literally in the New York Times synonymously with deception. Mm-hmm. The idea that if something is just PR, it's discounted; it's not credible. Um, is the PR industry in need of its own PR? But I, I think the question, uh, does public relations n- need to do a better job of public relations? Probably a question we'll be talking about 60 years from now when PRSA is celebrating its 120th anniversary. I do think it's, it's a lack of understanding in the public, and I think in some cases the media. I, mean, I, do under, I, I would like to think that reporters uh, for publications anywhere from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal of Business, we, I think they have an understanding of, of the public relations function. And I, but it, you do see the term in, in publications. I know the New York Post, for instance, a second reference I've made to them, but they refer to so-and-so as a flack. And, and usually, whether it's in the corporate environment, well, so-and-so company's flack issued a denial. I mean, they always seem to kind of... Uh, frame it in the most negative way. Why is that? I mean, if you look at references in popular media, uh, going back to Sidney Falco, 
who was the publicist character in the uh, what was the name of the, the movie? Uh, Sweet with, Smell of Success. Yeah, Sweet Smell of Success, and and he's a, he's a dirty, rotten scoundrel in the movie, and and you can follow it up to um, yeah, um, Sex uh, Sex in the City, where you've got Samantha uh, with uh, you know unscrupulous ethics right you know I mean, why, doing club openings for so instance why is that i mean why is it that the preconceived notion of our business is that we're somehow deceptive why well i i don't think it's just public relations i mean you can look at accounting people have a disparaging thing to say about accounting in the media uh, also the lawyers you know ambulance chasers bean counters as far as accounting uh, accounting goes that I just, I think it's more interesting, perhaps, from the journalist's point of view, is to come at something negative as opposed to positive. If you really talked about the positive uh, focus of public relations, it probably wouldn't be very interesting. And that's why I think they, they uh, at times, will uh, approach it from the negative. In the time you've been editor uh, of these two publications, what perspectives, what new ideas about the strategic importance of PR do you see as gaining the most importance and why? It's, a, it's an excellent question. I, technology, without any question, and also the, along with that, this information sharing, the, the speed at which information travels today. And I think are, is, it, those are some of the biggest changes that I've seen in, you know, in these uh, nearly 14 years. It's interesting, though, despite you know, we could talk about trends and uh, how the profession is changing how it's evolving it's interesting though it seems when i speak with people it always kind of the basics you know people always come back to the basics we do an issue uh, of tactics every february related to writing very you know very straightforward whether it's something as far very basic something about how to write a press release or you know something as simple as uh, uh what you need to know about putting together a winning cover letter it these basics that people come back to, these things, uh, the writing, the media relations, the, the media training, the um, ideas related to career development, those, the, despite all these trends and whatnot, it seems like those, those basics that people come back, come back to. And I, and I think it's all about you know, helping advance the profession and the professional. And people really want to be able to advance in the careers. And it's important, obviously, to know about these technological advances. But uh, I'm always, it always strikes me, uh, whether we do, a, for instance, uh, we do an entire issue related to blogging and, you know, meet the PR bloggers and, the, and the, the, the growing blogosphere, you know, that's great. But then people will perhaps get more feedback from an article on that issue related to um, career development, for instance. Um, you know, 10 tips for people who might... 55 and over, uh, more a list for uh, seniors of uh, kinds of things they can do sort of in that second uh, phase of their career. So given your perspective over uh, these new opportunities, um, you know, the Internet, new media, uh, information moving faster, um, what new or untapped opportunities uh, do you see coming down the road for PR? Why? Well, you know, I don't know, coming down the road, I, I think people need to take advantage and understand the opportunities that are available to us now. Uh, I recall, you know, in the, the mid to late 90s when, you know, the, we're all talking about the World Wide Web and the information superhighway. You know, I, I remember at the time, you know, public, the public relations profession in part was criticized for being a little slow of, oh, all of a sudden, oh, 
you know, we've got our homepage now. And it seemed like the advertising and marketing uh, sectors were, were more advanced in the public relations profession, about, uh, at least embracing the Internet. And, and I, I've, saw, I've been seeing that a little bit as far as the blogosphere goes. But I, I think it's important that people take advantage of the and, and understand these things, uh, finding that balance in the blogosphere. I, I still think... Uh, in, in some cases, uh, people still have this little fear. They don't quite understand what a blog is, and you know, bloggers are bad, and bloggers are you know that crazy person sitting with a bottle of Jim Beam and a shotgun, sitting in a darkened room somewhere, talking, writing about you know conspiracy theories and alien abduction. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's a, kind of a you know a bit of a stereotype, but I, I do see that people are like. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I really want to, you know, talk with these bloggers because they're they're not going to, you know, they're just nothing but uh, they're they're no good. But you know, that's of course absurd. But I I think it's important to to get an understanding and embrace these technologies instead of worrying about you know the next thing around the corner. You know, uh, in concept, our job as PR people is to take the message of the organization and distribute it to external audiences. But obviously, the internet is making a lot of making it a lot easier for individuals at organizations to communicate directly with external audiences. So, I mean, without having to draft and distribute a press release, these people are just communicating directly from from their their cubes and and from their offices via the Internet. Uh, Do you think PR could ultimately become disintermediated to some extent, kind of like travel agents have become? Oh, I, I don't think I, I don't think so. You heard today, uh, Larry Weber, who's a conference chair. He and I hear a lot of people echo this. There is no better time now to be in public relations than than today. And that's been uh, in talking with folks and going back to the 60th anniversary. I've been talking with some longtime members of PRSA, and I and I hear that message over and over again. Uh, but getting back to you, right? You know, so and so at their desk now, they can speak directly to you know the the consumer or whoever the key public might be. And that is true, but I think the role of public relations, I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunities there, but of course there are also a lot of risks, and I think that's the part of public relations comes in. Um, in, in coming up with, and this is more in the terms of internal communications, you know, talking about disclosure of confidential information, libel, invasion of privacy, and a lot of these type things that I think that public relations may be perhaps working with the legal department, working with HR can all kind of come together and create, because you're, you're absolutely right. Who says somebody out there can't start giving away company secrets? The unknown blogger from company XYZ is, you know, kind of revealing embarrassing um, aspects of the corporation. So I think there is a role there for, the, for, the, for public relations professionals. Since uh, a good deal of new media is consumer-generated, how realistic is it that employees will become the frontline spokespeople for companies that they work for? Well, I, I mean, I already see that happening, but I, I do think it's important that there is some training and education involved with that. If I don't know if you just turn over to whatever organization there might be. There's 75 people. I don't know if you turn over the kingdom to all 75 people. Okay, anything you want to say to the public, that's great. I mean, perhaps there's a way you designate you know, a handful of people from whatever, from the CEO to down to mid or um, uh, the lower levels of, a, of an organization. But I, I do think if you will empower those folks to do that, I think there needs to be some media training involved. And, um, and I, again, that's a role where the public relations professional can play. What surprises you most about the state of the PR industry today? You know, 
it's interesting. I, I guess this goes back to something I mentioned earlier. Uh, it, and again, I, I guess I'm thinking of a, an issue we did last summer, the summer 2006. We did this whole issue related to blogging. And, you know, I think we, we, we provided the reader some really interesting information and looking at some forecasting or some trends related to the blogosphere and, and new technology. But what surprises me is that people coming back to the basics always, you know, it surprises me sometimes what, what resonates with the reader. Uh, with the, with PRSA members, or well, I think something. Boy, this is and and again, we get good feedback in these articles. But again, it's the basics, things that you know, these bread and butter items that we've been talking about uh, for years. People still need this, need crave those basics, uh, particularly career development in the basic media relations, media training, crisis management, and uh, those uh, those areas in which uh, you know public relations has been involved with for sixty plus years. John, are you pitchable? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Please, I, I would encourage anyone who has a story idea or uh, who's interested in contributing an article to our publications. The Strategist is our quarterly magazine, and Tactics is our, our monthly newspaper. And we also have Tactics in the Strategist Online. It's very cleverly named. And uh, so, absolutely, I, I feel free to uh, call or email. It seems like I'm with the rest of the world. I'm, you know, glued in front of my computer. So sometimes an email might be even better than a phone call. But yeah, absolutely, I'd encourage folks to uh, to get in touch with me. John L. Sasser, editorial director of the Public Relations Society of America. Thank you so much for joining us, Eric. Thank you. My pleasure. You've been listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, where reporters and journalists go on the record about how they use the web to cover the news. For the latest trends, tips, and tactics on how the web impacts corporate reputations, subscribe to our RSS news feed or visit us online at www.ipressroom.com. 